Hello, and welcome to the Healthy Balanced Birth and Beyond podcast. I'm Olivia, your host, and on this podcast, we will talk about everything related to the journey to conceive, pregnancy, labor, birth, postpartum, parenthood, and beyond. This is a safe space where birth professionals, birthing people, expected parents, and partners can come on and share their knowledge or personal experiences with our listeners. The goal of this podcast is to create connections, share stories, information, and resources to educate and empower people in their own personal journey. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Healthy Balance Birth and Beyond podcast. This week, I have Elaine on with me. Um, Elaine and I connected, I believe, before I even had my daughter, before I had Tallulah. Um, I had kind of heard of her through my friend Shirley, who is also another photographer, and then I met her um, at a baby expo that I went to. Um, And Elaine is not only a wonderful mama and friend, but she is also a doula and a birth photographer. So Elaine, would you like to welcome, well, first of all, welcome to the podcast. Secondly, would you please tell us a little bit about you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited, thank you. Um, A little bit about me, I am a little bit of everything. (laughs) (laughs) I am a photographer and um, my passion for pregnancy was always there. I love to photograph maternity. Um, I think uh, women are just so beautiful, their body when they're pregnant. Um, I'm not sure if because I love my two pregnancies. So yeah. Um, but you know, when moms feel like, oh, I feel ugly, I'm too fat, but I feel like every time I photograph a mom, it's just magic. I, I love it. And then I photograph her birth. And it's going to be four years, four wow. years ago. And I fell in love with the moment. It was just magical. It was divine. It was an aha moment. I love it. I, it was a very long birth and I came home. I was so tired, but I was so, so happy. Um, just witness that moment. And it was beautiful. And after seeing the image, it was just more I fell in love. I know. I mean, it's it's funny. It's it's refreshing to hear you talk about it. It reminds me. I haven't attended a birth since having my daughter, but I remember when I was becoming a doula, like I had always worked with children and families ahead of time in a variety of settings, whether it was teaching or nannying. And then I segued into birth work and I remember studying everything for my certifications. But then when you're actually at a birth and you get to see that moment where a mom is not only in labor, but like moving through her contractions, but like the moment where she literally gives birth to her baby and her baby comes out into this world. It is magical. It's just absolutely magical. And, um, like you said too, I definitely have such an appreciation for mothers and their bodies and the fact that we can grow tiny little humans. It's just, it's so, so cool. And I feel like, a lot of the time we forget like how special it is that we that we get to do that and i think that that is one of the most awesome and beautiful things about the work that you do whether it's as a doula as a birth photographer as a family and maternity photographer you're capturing those those moments uh in time for people 
and moments where they may not feel super confident in their body, but you're showing them, hey, look how beautiful you are. Look how amazing you are. And it's special that you get to do that. So I I love hearing that and I love seeing your work and it's just so, it's incredible. So thank you for, for joining us and for sharing that with us. Thank you. And most of all, what I feel about birth photography is that I get to empower women with the image that she's not gonna, she's not gonna remember if yes. she doesn't see an image. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I mean, when we are in a birth, we are in such a zone mm -hmm. it, that you you forget. Yeah. And the first time that I show this mom the pictures of her birth, she was in tears. And I was too. Yeah. Uh, so that was like, you know, when you get an award of something, you know, <laughs> my award, just I got to capture those moments that she could not remember and she could relive yes. the moment of giving birth. It was just such a long and hard, but because of the image, then now she has a better memory yeah i guess like a view um, a viewpoint that she didn't get to see yeah and i wish i had images from my two birth because i mean it, it's just amazing and a lot of people don't value and when they say birth mm -hmm. they're like i don't want it I don't want to take picture of a bird. Yeah. Uh, but it's not they are everybody thinks that that a picture of a bird it's not going to be appreciated. Right. But it's the whole story, it's the whole moment. Yeah. Um so it is every mom that has picture of their birth they appreciate so much and it's just such a valuable work. It's so, um, it so is. And, and you're so right. I remember, um, I, before getting into doula work, I would not have even thought about having a birth photographer. Like I just, I just would not yeah. have thought of it. And then once I got into doula work and then I met birth photographers and I learned about and, well, and seeing births themselves, I realized the importance of it. And I was like, we, I need to have a birth photographer. Like I just need to, I want to, I want to remember those moments. And like you said, when you're in labor, you're literally just focusing on bringing your baby into the world. There are so many yeah. details that I feel like even now looking back and even when I recorded the episode where I was talking about Tallulah's birth story, I, there are things that I just, I didn't remember that I, I would not have remembered had it not been for the birth photographer that we had and the photos that we had, but also for people putting it together for me, like for my husband yeah. telling me bits and pieces of it. Um, but I remember telling people that we were going to have a birth photographer and they were, they were like, what, why, why, why would you want that? That's so, so personal and pri it's supposed to be private and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, but like, think about it. Like it is the first moment that you are meeting your baby. It's, 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 the first, like you not gonna remember if you don't have image of it. Yeah. Um, I don't recall like the first look at my kids when I had them and because your memory is just so vague. Mm -hmm. 
um, and having an image of that, I so wish I had a birth photographer I when know. I had my kids. And that's why I think I'm so fascinated with it uh, that, you know, but I think in a few years, people will value more. Mm -hmm. And there's another point that people forget about it is think about when your daughter is older and mm -hmm. she is about to have a baby and you show her your images mm -hmm. of having her. Yeah. Think about the impact you're going to have of her seeing you giving birth to her so she, this can impact can help um and there's so much then i'm now i'm talking about as a doula yeah <laughs> there's so much involved in your birth with your mom's story mm -hmm. um and of course we hear stories or not many people ask their moms how was my birth right how did you feel how was it how hard how easy how how you know how things happens mm -hmm. and this impacts so much um i had moms that you know and and in the spiritual mo mode that i am love to talk about too like if you are blocked with things that you hear or you yes. heard from your mom mm -hmm. that can impact in your birth too. absolutely um so it is a legacy that you having a picture of your birth you're gonna pass it to your daughter oh yeah i really i hadn't thought of it like that at all actually it's such it's such a a good point it's so true and like what you said also if maybe you grew up in a family where they like people didn't have great births or they just didn't want to talk about birth or they said that the birth was really long and really difficult and really hard and I feel like not only just within your family but if you have like friends who say, say yeah who say that they didn't have an easy birth or if there's just not a lot of discussion around birth I feel like for so long it was so private and it was something that people just they wanted to keep it private like they didn't want to share they didn't want to tell people about it and I don't know if it was just how the world was I feel like people are a lot more open and like you said I think people are more open to having birth photography because they see that they'll get to have those moments and they'll get to they're captured forever in time and you have those photos to Look at yourself, even if you just are feeling like you just want to relive those moments or share with your family, share with your friends, show people that birth can be magical and beautiful and messy and crazy all at the same time. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's so true. And I think I think back to when first of, first of all, I was telling people that we were having a birth photographer. And then second of all, when people were asking like what our plans were for birth and um my plan was always like to have a natural birth and an unmedicated birth. And that was just what my mindset was. I didn't even think about it. And people kind of projected their own fears onto it. They were like, oh, you're just going to sit there in pain. And I was like, well, I mean, if you look at it that way, sure. But that's not really what it is. But I, again, too, I think it's because you and I are in the birth space and we've been in the birth space and we're both mothers. So I think that we view it from a different, a different point of view, a different perspective. But I think it's good to talk about because I think 
it'll maybe get people thinking in their own minds about birth and birth photographers and what birth can be like. Um, But since we're talking about our births and the importance of birth photography, I would love to hear a little bit more about your births. Um, You have two children. You have a, a, a daughter and a son, correct? Yes. Um, so, yeah, I would love to hear about your stories. So my daughter is 20 years old. So I had her when I was 22. Mm-hmm. And I had her in Brazil, where I lived at a time. So I'm from Brazil. Um, and I had her naturally unmedicated, although I was by myself, Um I had on the public health system, so they don't allow anybody in the room. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and my husband was here in the United States at the time. Um, My daughter was born, um, she was 36 weeks. Okay. He was born before, he had planned to travel like two weeks later. Before my due date. Okay. So she was born before, so he didn't see it. Um, and I remember my mother-in-law just bring me to the maternity door and just leave me there because they would not allow anybody. That's so crazy. It is crazy. Unless you have money to pay for a private room or a private hospital, they don't allow anybody. Until today. Yeah. Um, And that's one of the reasons a lot of people paid um, C-section in Brazil so they can have it, their husband. So, yeah, so that's how I had her. Um, I mean, I had a very quick birth. I got to the hospital and I was already 10 centimeters. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I was ready to to have her. And so they called my doctor at the time. He was not in town. He was like 30 minutes away. And I remember the nurse just saying, well, if you can hold it a little, a little bit, the baby's ready to <laughs> born. And I did not want to have it with the doctor that was on at on the call. hospital. Mm-hmm. So they had two doctors. My town had two doctors. My doctor was away, so he had to drive. But she said to me, if you can't hold it, then we're going to have to have it. So there was one point I was like, now it's really, really painful. But then they transferred me to the labor room. And by the time they were putting me on the bed, the doctor just walked in, like putting all the you know all the clothes and mask and everything and perfect timing (laughs) he made it on time yeah um but you know it was quick like i had her very very quick Mm -hmm. um and no medication or anything but i had a hemorrhage after birth so that was the hardest part um and i remember just they left me outside on the bed because there was another mom that was having a baby. So they left me by myself in the hallway. Oh my and as a doula, now being trained and thinking about my birth, I was like, oh my goodness, I could have died there because yeah. 
they didn't know I was having hemorrhage because, you know, it was so quick. I just had the baby and the other mom walked in and they had to see the other mom. And anyway, but, you know, I went through and, and luckily I was healthy afterwards and, and my daughter was very healthy. Um, so, yeah, I had her there. And then my son, who is 13 years old, I had him here. So I came to the United States when my daughter was three months and a half. So okay. me, my husband, her. Mm -hmm. And then seven years later, I had my son. But between those two, I had a miscarriage. Two years mm -hmm. after my daughter was born, I tried, because I had a hemorrhage for my first birth, I knew that because I had anemia, that's one of the causes of having the hemorrhage. So I went to the doctor, I wanted to be pregnant and I, you know, took iron vitamins and all of that. And I was ready. I got pregnant right away. And then I was five weeks and I had a miscarriage. I'm so sorry. So that was really, really hard. Um, I mean, I was ready to have another baby. She was two years old. Yeah. Um, she was two. Yeah, she was two and two months. Uh, and then after that, I was so devastating. It was really hard. It was tough. I mean, I physically, I had nothing. I just had a, the miscarriage because it was so early. Mm -hmm. But psychology, it was very hard for me. And then, you know, I think God has a way of saying, we, we don't understand at a time. Yeah. I always say like, you know, it wasn't meant to be. It was not the time that I wanted. And I learned in the ha that way. Like sometimes we want something, but it's not the time. Mm -hmm. um, and I was fine. You know, physically I was good. Then I put the IUD and my IUD, my body rejected. Mm -hmm. The IUD was like, Five years later, I put the IUD, my body rejected, and I took it out. And the next month, I was pregnant of my son. So, so were you trying to do that? Um, this was five years later. Okay. So five years after I had a miscarriage, I, I um, put the IUD. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then I got pregnant with my son. And then I had a natural again I went to the hospital um so this time when I had my son my husband was with me my mother-in-law was with me so the experience was totally different like I went to the hospital having their company it was so much different than my daughter um and I got I walked to the hospital and said I don't want any medication the nurse looked at me very surprised and say um but you were in pain. And I was like, I'm okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and she was like, Oh my gosh, I've been working here for 20 years and I never had anybody that didn't want to have an epidural. And oh I was my like, gosh. So they were surprised that you didn't want an epidural at all. So then what happened next? So then, yeah, I had, I didn't have any IV because I didn't want any medication. Um, and during contractions, I was, um, you know, just there, um, not making much noise, mm -hmm. but there was one time that I, I was just quiet and for a while and 
later the contractions started again and then I made noise and my mother-in-law came to me and say oh did you had some sleep and I was like no I was praying (laughs) 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 because I'm a firm believer that God made us to do this naturally Mm -hmm. and I was just you know having a conversation with him and (laughs) and please help me I'm here and I know that we meant to do this. So help me not to, you know, um, ask for anything. And, and, and sure enough, later it was quick and I had my son, um, no tear. Wow. And I had naturally unmedicated, both my kids. And then when I would tell my friends, everybody would say, you are out of this world. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I had it. It's not that, it's not unusual, but because, right. you know, we are in this society that if you're sick, if you have pain, you have to have medication. Um, but we are meant to do this. Birth should not be a pain birth should not be sick. Pregnancy should not be a sick time. Right. Um, and I, when I start doing, so forward, then I did, you know, the birth photography and then I was so interested and I love to do the image. And then I met a doula and I said, how do you become a doula? <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted to be more involved. And then I waited for the training to come to Boston. At the time, there was no around. And I waited a few months and I did the training. And when I started talking to other doulas, I was like, oh, I just found my group because yeah. I got out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> my friend, I always thought I was, you know, a, something unusual. Yeah. And to me, it was not. And, um, I always felt alone when I, I didn't even talk about my birth. And when we were in group, my friends would say, yeah, no, you had an easy birth and that does not count. And you're not, oh you're not normal. Goodness. You're well, not so normal. And I'm like, it's yeah, normal. You found your, I think this is also one of the reasons why you and I have like stayed connected since meeting each other the first time is because when we would share things on social media, you and I would like respond to each other's stories. I think we have a very similar mindset in the fact that we believe in our body's God-given ability to give birth to babies. And like you said, our society is so quick to just immediately say, okay, you can do this medication or that medication or this medication or that. Instead of just looking at your body and realizing that your body has the ability to heal itself. Like, heal and do it. Right. And yes, there are, of course there are certain circumstances where you will need some sort of medical help. Sometimes that happens. But for the majority of the time, you don't need that. You just need to take time and listen to your body and like tune in and just pay attention to what you're really feeling and then take care of yourself. And the same applies when it comes to birth and your pregnancy. 
Um, again, same thing. Like in general, you can have a healthy pregnancy if you're listening to your body and taking care of yourself. And there may be for some people where they do need additional help, a medical treatment or medical intervention, That, but majority of the time we don't need that. And if you think back to before we had hospitals, like women were giving birth for hundreds of thousands of years before we had hospitals. Um, and so I, I, I feel, I remember feeling the same way. Like I felt like I, I knew that I wanted to go in on Medicaid and I knew I didn't want to have any sort of medical intervention. And like everybody thought it was so crazy and so ridiculous. And I was like, why does, like, why, why does that seem so crazy? When did we move so far away from what's natural to our bodies and um, and then I love hearing that you when you started find connecting with other doulas and started getting into the work, like you found your tribe, you found your group of people who like just understood you, who just got it. And yes. I can totally relate to that also because I remember when I first started birth work, or <clears throat> even a little bit before that, I started watching uh, videos of birth, just watching birth videos, and I was just amazed and in awe of women and in awe of what our bodies are capable of doing. And all I wanted to do was like sit around and talk about birth and like placentas and nobody, (laughs) none of my friends really wanted to talk about that. So then you find your people who they see it the same way that you do and, or not the same way, but very similar. And so it's nice, it's nice to connect and talk to other people. So I love hearing that. I love that you that you found, you found your people. I mean, it's so nice. And then now you and I are connecting. It's just, everything comes full circle. Yeah. Do you know my dream? And I, I you know, when you want to dream high, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, a lot of people keep telling me, maybe you can do it. So, and my, my husband says, I'm crazy. Um, I want to go to a place could be Africa, could be Amazon to a tribe. Mm-hmm. And I want to be there and I want to photograph and and record moms having babies. You could. Naturally. Um, they because have, when, um... I, when I did the doula training, even my teacher, she was like, yeah, and we were talking about, is there a book yeah. with images? I couldn't find it and it's hard to find like books that has images of natural birth because society has just made so ugly. Mm -hmm. It's not beautiful. And that's, that's my mission as a doula, Mm -hmm. like help women to realize this is a good moment. This is a beautiful moment. This is a divine moment. That it, yeah. it doesn't have to be bad, ugly, painful. And um, like what you said, you're, we, our society views as birth as a, an emergency and something to be afraid of. And yes. so there is – oh, my gosh, I am totally blanking on the name of it right now. But when I find it, I'll have to include it in the show notes. There is – a some sort of project I can't remember the name I want to say something like the birth project where they showed um like what birth um was like in different cultures um I have to I'll have to find it but like you said I think 
I think you should totally do that. I totally believe you can do that. I don't think that that. So that's my, it's my, and on my list. And then, you know, my daughter and my husband, they're like, you're crazy. How are you going to be in a tribe? And I'm like, I want to be there for a month. Yeah. Just I want to see how they do it without any, you know, in the natural world. Like I, I grew up with a lot of teas and I gave my kids a lot of teas mm-hmm. and in a lot of situations. Yeah. I'm firm believe that those are better than medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, they're natural medicine. Start. That's how everything starts, right? You know, the ancients, they had teas, they had um, herbs. Herbs for everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom always had it. So rarely would we would have medicine and and that's how I raise my kids my kids too and I'm um, sure they're very very healthy <laughs> I came to us and I remember my daughter being little and they would say do not give honey peanut butter or this kind of food this kind of food this kind of food I always gave everything to her. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I tell her now and I said you didn't die <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, it's so, it's so funny. It's just, I feel like now since becoming a mom, I mean, I always, I always had a more holistic approach, um, but I didn't grow up that way. I grew up like the complete opposite of that. So now coming from like a super medicalized family, like my mom was a nurse and my husband's family, family has members who are nurses and everybody's so quick to just be like, yep, just take this, take that, take this. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I mean, we really, we could just, if you have a cold or you're sick or you could sleep for a few days, eat some oranges, have some soup, have some tea, uh, use essential oils. Like people just think it's so crazy, but then they try it and they realize they're like, oh, and then it's, uh, it's, that helps. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, but it's also not funny, but like, it's nice to see there have been so many instances where in the past they thought that what I was talking about was like woo woo or wouldn't work. And then, then they tried it and now they come back to me and, and they ask me for things and I'm like, see, you just had to give it a chance. <laughs> So maybe um, my daughter was about maybe eight years old and I was reading a magazine and the magazine, it was like a a health or home magazine, something like that. Mm -hmm. And it says um, that if you give like two tablespoons for a kid when they have, you know, a cough of honey, Mm -hmm. it would be very effective better than giving a medicine yeah and i was like i always gave honey to my kids and they always got better yeah <laughs> so you know i was happy to see that and i was telling everyone like see i always gave them first i always gave honey and um and I, they all got <laughs> <laughs> I know it's but I was happy to see there was that in the magazine and I could like all right I was not wrong <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't crazy <laughs> Oh man 
I mean, it's nice, and it's so refreshing, too, to just be sitting and having a conversation with you about this. And you, you've you been a mother for far longer than I have, and I feel like I just learn something new every time that I talk to a mother, and it's just so yeah. – it's so nice. Yeah. Um, and it's nice to hear that you have healthy children and you were following your own instincts as a mother um, in regards to birth and also just mothering your children. It's just – it's so nice to hear because – I think that's one thing that our society, there's so much like shaming or opinions or X, Y, and Z. And I just think that people just need to let people, mothers, mother their children the way that they choose to. Um, But yeah, so I would love to hear more about you becoming a doula and what that process was like for you um, and then how that so were you – wait, did you say you were a birth photographer before becoming a doula or after? Yes, before. Before. And so then – My first experience as a birth photographer was in 2016. Okay. Um, and then I became a doula in 2019, January okay. 19. Okay. Yeah, so I would love to hear about that because I feel like I've talked to some people who were – a doula and then they became a birth photographer, but I haven't had the perspective of a birth photographer and then a doula. So Yeah. So uh, when I met this doula, she was in the group with Shirley and me and other birth photographer because she was interested in learning birth photography because she was a doula and she would take pictures. So she wanted to learn more. And that's how I connect. See, that's like me. (laughs) Like, I wanted to learn more how to take a picture because, you know, you can be both um, because you are doula and you're supporting mom. Um, and then when the mom is going to give birth, sometimes you just step away from, you know, mm-hmm. from the bed and mm-hmm. then you can take pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I've done a lot of the two jobs, being a doula and a birth photographer. Yeah. Um, there are clients that hire me for both. And which is so nice. It's amazing because then you can, um, although I would say if I'm a doula, I would be less birth photographer because I'm so focused in helping moms. So, so, you know, I always tell my clients, do you really want to have a shot of of everything? Mm -hmm. Then, you know, you should hire just a birth photographer if you yes. want to meet as a doula or you just hire me as a birth photographer and hire another doula. If you want to like a perfect story, then if you want a tons of image, I would not be able to do both. To do both. Yeah, but, no. But I can do a little bit of birth photographer uh, photography you know, while being a doula. Yes. Yeah. And I, I totally agree with that. I think that it depends on what they're looking for. It depends on like what type of support they want during their birth. And then, like you said, if they're looking for very specific images or they want the entire story and they don't want to miss out on anything because they're so focused on laboring and bringing their baby into the world. I totally agree with that. Um, even now, like looking back at, like trying to reflect back to when I was in labor, like I literally do not remember like my photographer being there at all until the yeah. end, yeah. <laughs> until the end. I really, I truly don't like, I know that she got there at some point. I remember her getting there, but I don't remember her. Like she was never in the way. 
She was not like all up in our face. She was very, it was like, she was like a fly on the wall, just like there, but she documented everything. And like you said, like, I'm so glad that we did that because there were so many things that I just don't remember. And then you look at these photos and you're like, oh my God, like what, when did that happen? So yeah, like you said though, I definitely agree that you should have either a well, somebody who can do both if you're if you can kind of figure out how to maneuver that, but otherwise definitely hiring out one for each. Yes. Yeah. That's it, it is funny how um like I said before, not many people value that. But once you see it, the images, it's um it's it will impact. Um, mm-hmm. So telling a story how birth photography can help to, um, I had a mom that I was a doula and she ended up having the epidural at the end of her labor, but she wanted a natural, but mm-hmm. she ended up having that. She had another person that really enforced you should have an epidural, you shouldn't suffer anyway. Um, but at the end, she was like, oh. I was so close. I shouldn't have had that epidural. I almost got it and everything. But when I talked to her and I saw the images that I took of her, I could see that was so short the time she was pushing. Mm -hmm. So I call her and I say, listen, you were so strong that not many people can push for a short amount of time Mm -hmm. because you were strong and you had this minute it was short so you should be proud of yourself don't doubt uh, don't doubt don't feel guilty because you got an epidural and she was like oh really thank you for letting me know so you know with the image i could see from the start the time that she started pushing and when the baby was out and yeah. I made sure that I wanted to tell her that she was so strong. Yeah, that, you saw the progression. Yeah, that, you know, be proud of yourself. Don't feel like you could have done more because yeah. there is nothing worse than the guilty of something you should have done and you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially for a mom, mm-hmm. you know, when the baby's born, the the guilty comes along. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I could help her in that way because I was taking pictures. Right. So that's one of the points. It's a, Yeah, know. it's like a, a healing, like a healing part of it. Um, yeah. And I think it's also important to mention, too, that like you and I are not saying that people should not get any sort of medical intervention because there are some times where it's just what it's just what someone needs and there I've seen it myself um I was working with a client and she I think she was just so nervous it was her first birth um she was in labor she was having regular contractions but her cervix was just not ripening um and then she got her epidural and I think I want to say it was like two hours later maybe a little bit less than that she was ready. She was ready to go. She, her cervix is fully ripened and opened and there's nothing wrong with deciding to get that. It's just deciding what's best for you. The only reason I feel like you and I talk about that is because we just want people to know that their bodies are capable of these things. Um, so I think it's important that you also, that you called her and you were like, Hey, like you 
you rocked your birth, not, no matter what. Um, even though you got an epidural, that does not matter. Like you are, you still did an incredible job. You brought your baby into this world. That is something that you should be proud of. And I think that the fact that you did that as a person, as a mom, as a doula, as a birth photographer is so special. It's because like you said, moms, we automatically just have this mom guilt of like, anything really <laughs> better i was not strong enough right right all those guilty that it's not it doesn't help you at all um and that's you know and that's the work of a doula being informed mom yes of choices you have mm-hmm. um there is no perfect birth there is nothing like oh the perfect birth should be this way um as long as you feel that you were safe that you had a choice of consenting Mm -hmm. and not you know um whatever you made the choice of having an epidural having whatever or if the time comes and the doctor comes and say i think it's a c-section and you consent anything that you were giving a choice mm-hmm. it should be counted as a good birth even if it's long or you know there is always a reason for it and yeah. your body and your baby knows what's best for you yes um so as long as you be informed and that's why i became a doula because i wanted to give that option to people to be informed because when i was pregnant sometimes you go to the doctor's appointment they don't have time for you to answer questions they don't have that much time to explain things Mm -hmm. and you go to the labor room not knowing what's gonna happen right to be surprised it's not good for you if you are surprised or if you're not giving consent to something you don't even know what's gonna happen right Um, That makes a stressful birth and that can go wrong. Everything can go wrong. And that's when it comes the most painful birth Mm -hmm. if you are stressed. Um, And that was the reason I became a doula. Like I want to help moms to be informed. Absolutely. uh, Make good choices. And to make a choice, you need to have knowledge Mm -hmm. of how birth works. because if you don't have knowledge, how are you going to choose from A to B? Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with you and can completely relate to what you're saying because that was one of the main reasons I decided I wanted to become a doula is because before I was even pregnant, before literally before I even looked into doula training, I started looking for resources for myself because I was looking for more holistic approaches because like you said – Um, I wanted to know everything I wanted to, I think it also depends on your personality type. Um, but like some people want to know everything. They want to know what all their options are. They want to know ahead of time, whereas other people are more, more relaxed about it and may not want to, but I, when it comes to birth and when it comes to pregnancy, I feel like you need to know, you need to know these things in order to, like you said, making informed decisions because if it comes down to it, and you're in labor and they're throwing all these different things at you that you have never heard of, never thought about, never considered, don't know what they are, then 
of course you're going to be stressed. Of course you are because you don't know what it is and you're also in labor. So you're not going to be able to fully stop and look at it and make a good a good decision. Like if you know ahead of time, okay, this could happen. This is my option or these are my options. And then from there, then you can make a decision that's completely different. Um, yeah. But exactly what you said, one of the biggest things that we try and prevent during pregnancy for moms is stress yes. and and that feeling of being afraid. And that's the other thing, too, is when you're having your first baby, it's new uncharted territory. You don't know what to expect. So the more time you spend learning and preparing yourself the better you can go in to your labor and birth and feel good about it and feel good about the decisions that you're going to make and not have to worry about it as much. Yeah, totally agree. Um, and there's so many times um, it's more convenient um, for doctors and nurses. They don't, if they're not patient and, right. you know, they throw at you and plus you are in, having contractions you in labor how are you gonna answer those questions if you have no idea what they're asking you just mm-hmm. say yes to everything so i'm not saying they're bad guys right they have a lot of on their plate so the nurses don't have just one um patient she has many mm-hmm. doctors have many and if you are lucky to go to the hospital that there are not many babies being born Great, but if you go into a time there is like 10 babies on the same floor, (laughs) wanted to be born. Um, And that's one of the reasons people should know what a doula is. A doula is just your doula and she's gonna be there to talk to you, um, to just kind of not make any um, choice for you, but she's gonna ask you questions like, remember we talking about on Mm -hmm. the prenatal, about this and that, and you have a better, um, how do I say this word? Your mind is more clarified. No, that's not the word. Like clear. Sorry. No, no. It, it's okay. yeah. Like you, um, you have. Your mind is, is more clear because someone asked you that, that question. Yeah. I had clients that they were so prepared. They know, they knew everything. They were you know, doing all the research they could. But at the time of the birth, they were like, what, what, what did we do? They got so confused. And that I would be the one saying, remember we talk about and you didn't want this. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. And I, you know, they get confused because they get stressed. Right. Um, Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed with all, all the situation and especially husbands. Yes. Like I had clients that, you know, they say, I, I'm going to know what I'm going to say. I'm going to do it. And at the time he got so confused. He was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> and since we are, you know, doing that prenatal before the birth, right? we know the client, we know their preferences and we know what they were thinking about. So we have, you know, as a doula, you have a, a set mind of trying to get the questions that they can be more aware mm-hmm. of choices they wanted to make. Yeah. 
And I think I think you said it earlier in the podcast, and I meant to like talk about it a little bit more. Most um, OBs and nurses in labor and delivery, most, not all, have not actually seen a natural unmedicated birth. And I think that that's important to talk about and to mention to anybody who's listening to the podcast, but to anybody in general, because they, it's, it's truly special if you have a room full of nurses and an OB or who have seen a natural birth, because a lot of the time, like you said, they may get impatient because they think like this is standard protocol in air quotes, like standard protocol is okay. You're not progressing when in reality, what it really is, is that you just need to give the mom and baby time because if you're rushing them, then that leads to more medical interventions. And I talked about this recently, like it leads to a cascade of medical interventions, like one thing after another, after another, when in reality, if you just waited and let their body do its thing, let the baby do its thing, let the mom's body do its thing, that baby would start to come all on their own. (laughs) Um, So I think it's important to mention that too, because that's part of what's important to me as a mom and as a doula is that people know these things. So like you said, when it comes to being in the moment, you can ask them questions that will remind them, hey, we talked about this, then you may be a little bit stressed now because you're in labor and it's all new, but this is what we talked about. What do you want to do now that we are here? Um, And you've already talked about what what plan A would be, what plan B would be. Um, So like you said, what it comes down to is being knowledgeable about what's going to happen moving forward so you can make the best decision for yourself. Yeah. Um, and one thing that um, prenatal are so important to mm-hmm. that I find is like the questions as a doula, we will ask the couple. Yes. Simple questions. They will get to know each other better. Mm-hmm. Like if you ask it, like one of the questions that I ask moms, like when you're stressed, how do you react? When you have like such a huge headache, what what do you prefer to do? Mm-hmm. You know, and some moms would say, oh, I'd like to take a shower or I'd like to be in a dark room. Um, I like my husband or I like to listen to music. So then we find out how in a stress moment, a mom can be deal with it. And the husband will know how to deal with mom when she's in birth mm-hmm. um, because she's going to be in pain. She might be stressed. So he will understand just by asking simple questions that we do on the prenatal. And that's why it's so important. Mm-hmm. Um, the doula job is not just at the birth, but before. Yes. Um, because then they will get to know each other and then maybe the partner would say, oh, I didn't know this about you. So now I will know how to handle better. Yeah. I will know how to handle when you in birth. And most of partners don't know too that when a mom is going to be in labor, she is going to be in a totally different (laughs) zone. She's not going to be herself. Right. And then I always joke with the partners and say, if she tells you something bad, don't take personally. You're probably not going to remember afterwards, but she might say ugly things to you at the time of the birth. Yeah. Or, you know, don't feel, don't get mad at her. She is not going to remember, but you will. 
but you get to know that this is not her. <laughs> she is just in a different zone uh, in labor. So yes, that's well, so those little things. It's so true, and I love that you have talked about the husband or the partner so much because I remember when I was first getting into birth work, um, I feel like there's this misconception that doulas are going to come in and they're going to replace the, the presence right. of a, the partner. And that's not the role of the doula. The doulas is not coming in to take over whatever the partner would do or the husband would do for their wife. We're there to support both of you. And like you said, in the moment, there might be something that the partner is like, oh my God, is this normal? Did we talk about this? And instead of them asking their wife that, who's in labor and getting ready to bring their baby in the world, they can just look at the doula and the doula can be like, this is okay. This is what we talked about. This is what we planned for. Or maybe you can support her this way. Or do you need a break? If you need a break, go take a break and I'll be here with her and then you can come back. Um, because like you said, it's new for them. They, it's not only new for the mother, but it's new for the partner or the husband because you have not, they haven't seen their wife in labor before. They haven't seen them going through the, all the range of birth. There are so many different arrange, like por- parts of it, so many different layers, like mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. It's, it's so, so much, um, but it's so, so beautiful and raw and vulnerable and special um it's just it's so cool and i love 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 that you have opened up such a beautiful conversation about everything related to birth i had partners afterwards when we do the postpartum and i had a few partners that would say elaine I, when my wife said that she was going to hire a doula, I said, why? <laughs> <laughs> no need. I'm going to be there. But I had no idea what a doula was. But after this, if you were not there, I don't know. I would cry. I would not know what to do. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm telling all my friends, when your wife get pregnant, first thing you know, you hire a doula. Yeah. <laughs> because they there there's this misconception of a doula will take a place of whoever is going to be at a birth yes with you. Mm-hmm. but it's not true we as a doula we're just going to be there to guide and support mm-hmm. sometimes more support the partner than the mom yes at some moments um, absolutely because it is um true like for them it's just a light at the end of the tunnel yeah (laughs) because the doctors and nurse come and go they don't stay there the whole time Mm -hmm. the whole time and most likely it's just gonna be if i'm talking to the man it's just gonna be you and your wife and you're gonna have to do with her (laughs) (laughs) yeah and having another person to share this responsibility to share this you know heavy burden could be for most men that have no idea what's going to happen and they haven't seen a birth they they have no idea how it works so yeah no I so agree I I seriously am so thankful for this conversation because we've we've covered such a wide range of topics on this episode and it's just it's been so wonderful and beautiful and I know that everyone who's listening along is going to benefit so much from all of your knowledge and all of the things that you brought to the table. Um, I just wanted to see if there were any 
final words you wanted to leave people with or any pieces of advice before we wrap up this episode? Um, I would say most of all is you, if you are the mom, should listen to your intuition. Mm-hmm. We as a woman, as a mom, we have such a big intuition. We are powerful with our thoughts. Um, so if you feel like, you know, even in pregnancy or birth, listen to your intuition. That's, that's the most like advice that I could tell anyone. Um, there will be a lot of people telling you what to do, doctors, nurse, family, friends, but everybody has their own experience and your experience is going to be unique. Your body, it's going to be unique and different on each baby you're going to have. Mm-hmm. So each baby is going to be different um, and you are unique. So there is no way to say most people happen this like this and I'm going to be like this. No, you are only one on earth. So just listen what your thoughts are. So I love that. I love that so much. And you're so you're so right. There's nobody else in this world that's you. And yeah. that's what it comes down to. And whatever you feel like is best for your body and your baby is what you should be doing. So thank you so, so much for that. And thank you for chatting with us today and um, bringing in all of your knowledge and your wisdom and your experience. It's been such a wonderful conversation. Um, Where can people contact you or find you if they wanted to reach out to you, Um, whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, email, anything? So my name is Elaine Freitas, um, and I have Instagram and elainefreitas.photography, and I have another Instagram, Elaine Freitas Doula, and both Facebook too. Okay. And the website too has both Doula and photography, so it's elainefreitas.com. Um, and thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we could be like four hours talking. Oh my gosh, I know. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to include all of your information in the show notes for everybody. Um, But yes, I seriously feel like we could sit here and we could just keep talking. So I mean, in general, since we could do that anyways, maybe we could set up another episode to have you back on and we can talk about more things. Yeah, yeah. Let us know if there is like a specific thing. But um, Yeah, if anybody want to reach out and just ask questions, I am here so you can find me on the social medias. But thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. And like Elaine said, if you guys have listened along to this podcast and you have any questions or concerns or comments um, or any ideas for future podcasts, please reach out to me or Elaine and let us know. Um, Thank you all so, so much for joining us. Thank you, Elaine, for everything tonight. And we will catch you guys next week. Bye-bye.